Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Welcome, special friends and beautiful people to the Simon Says Podcast. Here we are. Yay! Sean and Charlie and Maddie, we're the Get Up Show on 98.7 Simon in Greensboro, North Carolina. And if you ever want to check us out, go to 987simon.com. But while you're here on the podcast, be sure you subscribe it and like it and stuff. This is Podcast 95. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Neat. I did the math, by the way. Our 100th is going to be the week of Christmas. You guys it's will have a, a real present. good time. No, you, you got to nice do it with us. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson says that he died after licking a toad. <laughs> yeah, who knew that was a thing? Like a real thing. We always thought it was a joke thing. Well, no, you know about uh, doing the toad. You've t- you've heard about doing the I'm toad. I'm trying to pretend like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but you've been doing it wrong. It's not any toad. You can't just go no, down to the creek yeah. side and pick up a toad and start licking it. They don't like it. that. It's a special toad. And don't they have to somehow abraze the, the toad's skin to get the psychedelic properties out of it or something? All right. <laughs> Damn it. I hate it when I know stuff about stuff. Just tell us. <laughs> tell us well, about the I drugs, saw, Maddie. Okay. I don't know if it's this toad. I saw something on Vice one time where they what they do, it, they don't actually, they poke the toad uh-huh. and then the stuff comes out. But what they do is they then actually burn the person and you rub the venom on your burn on the person and that's what causes it. What he's talking about was smoking some sort of secretion off of this weird desert toad. Well, that's the same toad. There can't be, but so many psychedelic toads. No, the other one was in the the rainforest. This is in like Mexico. Well, maybe they're cousins. Yeah, certainly. All psychedelic toads are related. Anyway, (laughs) but I like that he said that this the toad has taught me that I'm not going to be here forever. And I was like, that toad taught him a lesson. He also said, in my trips, I've seen that death is beautiful. Life and death both have to be beautiful. But death just has a bad rap, according to Mike Tyson, who died while tripping on licking toads. But he got to come back, and most people don't. He says that during his time, he he discovered toading four years ago, and since then he's lost 100 pounds, and he's put his uh, relationship with his family back together. What, you know, okay, so this is all tied to, like, you know how the hot celebrity thing is these ayahuasca trips. What's that? Are you kidding me? It's just like it's like the big deal. Like a lot of people get over like addiction and what, but it's going like, off the grid. Kind it's a of thing. No, and- it's a crazy. Generally, you have to do it in another country. It has to be done with a specific person who knows what they're doing. 
it's a trip and it causes you to have this crazy reaction. Your body freaks out. Because it's poison. Kind and of. It almost kills you, but no, doesn't. not this one. Well, that's the thing. It's different. Like, I don't, it's just, it's this whole phenomenon now of like uh, taking these psycho, like psychedelic drugs to then get over these other things. And yeah. I'm, I've heard of that. I mean, there's some states they've, they've legalized your mushrooms. And well, people... they just had a big thing on the news about uh, using um, MDMA. What's that? Ecstasy. Oh. To help uh, people with PTSD. But I mean. That's it, a lot of letters. It's, <laughs> it's, it's to help you with your spelling. So, but it, I, I think that's, and it's fascinating, but I like that, you know, during that, that news story, they had like a doctor who specializes in LSD, like psychedelic. Uh, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> All of I my mean, patients are having a good time. You, you got to test them all to make sure what they do, so you know what you're talking about. Don't look in about. the mirror. Don't look in the mirror, man. And don't don't try to eat too much. It reminds me. It reminds me too. Remember, like that story about the guy who got the organ. Um, it used to be owned by uh, the 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 keyboardist for the Grateful Dead at some point, okay. and he, he was cleaning the, the, the <laughs> couple of the knobs. Oh, yeah, he got all hot. All <laughs> yeah. cleaning the organ, that's right, because it had so much acid in it. I just It's that same idea, like this crazy Timothy Leary, you know, electric Kool-Aid acid test. Like, yeah. these doctors who just do nothing but psychedelics. It's that guy, you know, like, there was always that guy at school. It was like, that guy has tripped one too many times. The principal? No. I, <laughs> we had that guy. Yeah, and it was just like he was always just real out. We had there was one girl who thought she was a bear at one point. But do you really think? I mean, Mike Tyson Sorry, says that I he's digress. <laughs> he's tripped like fifty three, fifty five times. That's that's, that's, I mean, a, that's crazy. So I mean, at what point is it too many? You just said this person had tripped one too many times. Is that true, or is it person to person? Can you really do that? I don't know. I believe with some people, it's already hard to tell. Yes. And so, like, will we know if Mike Tyson has tripped one too many times? Look, Probably not. Yeah. I mean, if, for example, he's already been saying some crazy stuff for most of his life. So, <laughs> what's to add, you know, the fact that he's smoking toads? I love him. I, he's he's fascinating. He's you know, a character, that's for sure. So much, you know, like how many years now have passed since his heyday when he was like this this crazy demonic monster of a boxer. And he's now, 55 now. And now he's like this, he's got his own weed. He's smoking toads. He's, you know. It's, how did they discover, at what point was somebody walking along and picked up that toad and it secreted something and they said, hey, I'm going to lick or smoke this or put it on my sore so I can freak out. Okay. How did they discover that? I have a thought. With this one, I bet they were eating it. I bet they cooked it. And then when they cooked it, it burnt and secreted. And so they just Everybody lost freaked their out. Mind. Oh, I don't think it went that far. I think they tried to grab it. They squeezed it and it hopped away but it's goo got on their hands oh. and they licked it off and then they either well they they rubbed it into a scratch or something. touched their yeah. face or something somehow you it know, was an accident and that i think that's like how did anything start i mean how did someone look at a lobster and go that seems delicious or like who thought to i don't know it goes back to our old beaver butts thing you know like who <laughs> who realized that a beaver's butt tastes like blue raspberry well I mean, you got to taste a lot of animal butts before you get to a <laughs> good just, flavor. I'm just saying. Now, like, is it raspberry or is it vanilla? Because raspberry. I keep, but I some things say vanilla. Well, hold on. I, it's it's raspberry. Casternum, yeah. I think, is the name of it. Yeah. Castorium. I'm sorry. Hold on just a but second. But I've read a couple things that hold say on. pure. Do beaver butts taste like raspberry? 
Here's what I found. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's here. But, but again, here's the, the third thing that pops up. Who figured out a beaver's butt tastes like raspberries? <laughs> so what does it say? What's the answer? And, you know, and beyond that, who also then admitted it? Like, who then said, like, hey, guys, I know this is going to sound really weird. Well, look, but I just ate this beaver butt. Somebody was spying, probably the same guy that licked the toad, but somebody was spying on them, and he was like, mm. <laughs> This is raspberry. No, it's not what you think. Speaking it's of raspberry. Licking, speaking of licking toads, that was one of my favorite Simpsons episodes ever, was the one where he, he took the Guatemalan insanity pepper and yes. he, he tripped out. And then when Marge, was that the same? Oh, no, no, that was a different one. Because then it was all the one where he was licking toads was the one where he was on the run. He tried to do the, the um, where he ran into the church and re- like yelled sanctuary or something like that. <laughs> I love it when you tell stories. <laughs> Damn it. Well, they all blend together. <laughs> <laughs> no, the guy with the first beaver butt, he's like, he comes back, you know, he's been out in the woods all day, you know, catching good beaver butt. And he gets back <laughs> and everybody's sitting around and they're like, well, how'd it go today? And he's like, look. You guys got to stick with me on this, okay? <laughs> I want before you say anything, I want you to taste this. Well, what is it? No, no, you taste this, and then okay. And then how I'll many times you. though in your life though? I, in the restaurants, people used to do that. Like, look, try this. And it, it took me a while before I stopped. You know, I had to finally start saying, okay, what are you trying to give me? Yeah. <laughs> You talking about The Simpsons? Is it Matt Groening who's saying he knows how it's going to end? No, it, no, it's, no, it's a longtime writer. His name is Al Jean. Oh yeah, Al Jean. Yeah, and he's um, so, you know, they're not saying that The Simpsons is going to end, but he says that he already has an idea in mind of what he would like to do if it does happen. Okay. He wants to take it all the way back to the pilot and start over with the very first episode from 1989 where they went to the Christmas pageant. Hmm. I don't even remember. Well, it those old episodes. You mean are like so the Tracy? Rickety. Was it Tracy Ullman show? It was right well, after no, they were it on would Tracy be the Ullman. First episode of the actual Simpsons. Got it. But he said that way it takes the whole series into a continuous loop. Ah. Oh, and it just I, another new beginnings end. Okay. Ah. All time. right. I do like that because if if you look at what's coming out of a beginnings end, <laughs> it's, it's another an, new beginning. It's another new beginning. And it tastes like raspberries. <laughs> that would be actually, that's a kind of a neat concept. I mean, I, I, I'll give them points for that. At least they're not dead yeah, already. Or, they're not right. in a snow globe. Snow globe they're not in jail. In bed with their wife from a previous TV show. <laughs> Just, <laughs> that was a good one, though. Are you guys door dashing? You door dashing? You know, I'm no. hooked on the door dash. Now they'll bring I live in the country. They won't come to me. Sure they will. No. I can order from Winston-Salem on my door dash. I just have to be willing to wait. I'm not willing to pay. Hey, you know what? Richie, like, like I told you, door dasher over there. told you before, they bring it to you. It's I, a convenience fee. Yeah, man. Well, this door dash guy, he's no longer with door dash. I'll go ahead and tell you that before I tell you what happened. He was delivering some food. And was caught on surveillance. He oh, had it, to. No, it was a girl. Uh, was it? Was yeah. it a girl who did that? Yeah, it was. Because I, I watched the video. It doesn't say here what sex it is. Yeah, no, I, I watched the video. Okay, so the yeah. store dasher delivers the food and then they're leaving the apartment building. But before they left, they left a deposit in a trash can. It was a radio station. It was? Yeah. Okay. Will you stop? It your, doesn't say that in my story. Your story is the worst. No, it was it was some radio DJ, and, and I think she was in L.A., 
And so she she then made a TikTok compilation because everyone was freaking out. And they're like, you've got to check the security camera footage. The DoorDasher was bringing her an Egg McMuffin of all things. Like, and then it was one of those trash cans. So it's high, it's the higher up trash can and it's got the silver lid with that that silver ring in the middle to yeah. like oh yeah you know so it's oh a, yeah smaller it's like a hole. seat the, the lady <laughs> hey it looked like a seat she jumps up on it and then takes care of some stuff doesn't really go clean she then takes her dress off <gasps> in, in the, the lobby to tidy up a little bit more yeah oh yeah that's crazy it's all the way crazy Do and, you then, know- and then what's Awesome is that this DJ, being super smart like we all are, turned it into a TikTok, and now she's getting crazy views on TikTok. Well, which part did she get on TikTok? Not not the girl yeah. u- using they the trash blur- can. Yeah, they blurred <gasps> out. That's what I saw. You are kidding me. Yeah, they, they blurred out the... She she did the thing where you can, like, draw over it or whatever. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So she edited... It's just stills. So it was, like, a still of her sitting and a still of the after-sitting. That is so nuts. I mean, what's going on there? What's what's happening with that person where, you know, you're at work, basically, you're door dashing, so what you're doing is work, you're at work, and you're like, oh, well, I know there's bathrooms everywhere, but there's a trash can right here. Yeah, where, what is happening that you cannot actually find a bathroom? I mean... Well, and that's the other thing. It was a lobby of a radio station. You oh. know, like, would they not have, like, hey, can I use your bathroom? Well, uh, I think I know what's going on now. And plus, your radio station sucks. It's <laughs> <laughs> a punishment. I'm not picking up a prize. I'm dropping one off. There you uh, go. <laughs> liars. My Aunt Joyce used to tell a story about an office party. She worked at this law firm way long time ago, and they had a Christmas party. And it went way into the night and everybody's drunk and screaming and everything. So it ends up there's just a few people left and they disperse. The next day or next week or whatever, they realize that somebody has done that. Really? That somebody has had to Yeah. Number two, and they did it in the lobby of the building. Uh. Yeah. And they ended up giving a memo to this person and they said we know what it is, and we know who did it. We just can't find it. Oh, no. Will you help us? <gasps> Wait. <laughs> they know it was there somewhere? Yeah, yeah. How did you not find it? It's usually they, fairly obvious. Because she, you know, the fake plants? Yeah. She pulled a fake plant out of a pot, put it in there, then put the plant back oh, in on top of the pot. Was no. it a prank, or was it like a- No, um, she was super-de-duper drunk. Okay, time out. That is not a prank. That is not a prank. And Don't ever do that to people. Look, Maddie's from up north. <laughs> I know, but it's I could not never. Who should never be part of a prank? That always makes in me in any way, shape, or form. Not to necessarily go down. I was thinking about this the other day. Um, actually, <laughs> it's sad. I really was thinking about it. You know how you see stuff where people will maybe do that on somebody's car or do it on somebody's yes, lawn. I was, this is a little personal, but I don't feel like I could ever get in and out fast enough to do it prank style. Like, I need some time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just, nothing moves like it used now to. Now you sound like the guys in my house that think they have to take 30 minutes to do that. I, sometimes you do. You no, hop you up don't. on somebody's My diet go, is not what it used to when be. When you've got to right. go, you got to go. Well, I, I still say. But like, I still don't think you should do it in plants or on cars or in trash cans. What about the upper decker? Well, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> what, do you want to move on? 
Because Maddie really wants to do this. Yeah, I know. You know, you're going to fight with him for the rest of your life if you, you're going to continue that. Do you think The Rock should be James Bond? That's what he said no. yesterday. Uh, no. I was weird enough. Oh, I don't want to say that would be a spoiler. The uh, I finally watched that Red Notice movie. Mm-hmm. That's um, good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like, I, sometimes Ryan Reynolds is almost too jokey. He talks too much. I don't think that The Rock, that fits his persona. He's too big. Do you know is that, weird? That, I don't, yeah. that The Rock's grandfather was a Bond villain and you only live twice? Maybe he could be a villain. He says no. <sighs> he said, I would like to follow in his footsteps and be the next Bond. I don't want to be a villain. Gotta be Bond. I just don't. I love The Rock, but I don't see him as being that that quiet confidence, that, you know, the suave part. He's not that subtle. Is, yeah, there's nothing but, subtle about him. But... I think he could be, you know, that'll show you what kind of an actor he actually is. You know, I I think he could do it. He he just, you're saying that because every other one was a certain size and shape and they were British and British. Yeah. Can you imagine the rock doing a British accent? Oh God, please (laughs) don't. Please don't. Can you smell (laughs) what I've got over here and the lorry? What, what accent are you doing? I, I'm the Rock. Doing it's a British not accent. British. Thank you. What was that? Acting. Doesn't really make much oh, sense. That was neat. Thanks. It was like wow. It was like the Rock was here and he was doing British accent. I know. My daughter's having to do a British accent in her play. Oh yes. And she was like, leading up to the night they told her that they were all going to be doing these fake British accents. She she was saying, God, I hope they don't do that. Oh, I hate it when they do that. I don't want to. I hope we're not doing British accents. <laughs> and then that night after rehearsal, she goes, guess what? We're all doing British accents. <laughs> and so she has a couple of lines. Man, this this is getting serious. But is she really like, is she listening to audio of, of the accent to try to take it serious, like to really dial it in? Or is she just like, hello, governor? It's, you know, we're talking about. Is she serious or is she Maddie? <laughs> she's she's way better than Maddie. Thank no God. offense. No, none taken. Um, but you know she's all in, man. She's gonna do. She, I bet you she will study it because that's what she does when she's learning yeah. the song. She'll study it and study it and study it. But uh, just an update on the play. If you guys are gonna get tickets, you need to do that. It's selling out quick. Oh, I know okay. a guy. Okay, and uh, coming up soon, we're going to have rehearsals, full-run rehearsals that go from 6 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Fantastic. Oh. Now, can I um, name drop and say who I am and get free tickets like we usually do? Uh, They don't know who I am. They don't <laughs> no, know no, no, me. No. no, of course they do. I'm going to go in there and be like... I'll make sure they know. I'm on the Get Up Show with Sean Sellers and... We were told that we get free tickets to this event. <laughs> you know, we probably could. You know, people really do that. That's crazy because people people always work that angle. I'm first of all, I've never really tried to get anything free, but anytime I've ever tried to like use a connection to get, say, a discount or something, it always backfires mm-hmm. on me. I think I end up paying more. <laughs> really? Yeah. It works sometimes, but I feel Never funny works doing for it. me. And because people see you coming, you know, oh, God, he works for the radio station. He's going to want everything for free because they've dealt with some other guy who did that. Yeah. You know, and walked in and with the whole, How do you know who you? I am? Don't you know who I am? I'm not prepared to pay anything for anything. Uh, I like the anonymity we have with our show because like when I went to that showing a wicked, I sat with other TV and radio personalities 
And I was anonymous in the crowd. <laughs> who, who were you sitting with? Dr- name drop everybody. All right. Uh, Emily Bird was right next to me. She was very nice. She's uh, a weather lady. Yeah, she's super nice. Uh, Chris Dim from Rock 92 was in front of me. He's everywhere all the time. We've never exchanged words, although he seems nice. <laughs> yeah, he's he's cool. I went on a trip with him one right. time. He's cool. He loves our station, by the way. He well, loves good. old music. I, I would love to maybe try to say hi to him sometime. And <laughs> he goes to everything. He goes to the opening of an envelope. Uh, and then Shannon Smith was there from, from Fox. Fox 8. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But she didn't, I don't think, again, I don't think she saw me. Emily Bird acted like she knew who I was. and I. But I couldn't tell if she was just being polite. Well, surely Shannon Smith knows who you are. We used to do stuff with them all the I, time. I didn't know. Did you not? No. I might have a shot with Julie Luck because I actually did an event or two. You leave her alone. <laughs> you stop <laughs> talking Sean's about girl. that. Oh, I messaged her on Facebook to try to get her on the show one time. and She, she couldn't do it. Well, she did the show when it was me. Oh. oh yeah. Nice. She came in and did the show when she came back. Yeah. You know, when she left... Um, Fox. She left Fox and then she came back to do FMY. FMY. Yeah, and she came in mm-hmm. with her boss when they were moving Andy, wasn't it? Didn't it have something to do with moving well, Andy? No, I made it about that. Oh, okay. It had nothing to do with <laughs> Andy. That's not why she was here. <laughs> she was here because she was coming back to the news, but while they were here, and her, her general manager was here too, and he was Mr. Slick. This was before everybody had their phone all the time. Yeah. And he was like, so uh, tell me about you. What moves you? And I said, your phone. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. But um, they were talking about the news, the new news, and how Julie Luck is back. And I told her, you know, you're beautiful. I love you. How can we make this work? I mean, seriously, you're acting like I'm just kidding. And <laughs> it was long silence on the radio, real long silence. And so then the GM st- took over and yeah, started playing his own music. further and further away. <laughs> and you no, just stared. Yeah, I was just deep. Yeah, I was like, you know, with like that shrug, like, how can we make this work? No, serious. And then held it, held the shrug. I am dead serious. (laughs) No, but when she left, she did hug me and say she loved me. Mm -hmm. But anyway, in between all that, I turned it into, how dare you take the Andy Griffith show off at 530? Mm -hmm. How dare you? And move it to a different time. Yeah, I don't, and uh, she said, clearly she had been prepped for such a conversation. She said, how many times have you seen every episode of the Andy Griffith show? And I go, millions, but that's beside the point. It's supposed to be on at 5.30. It is supposed to be on. I, again, but then you were then introduced to MeTV, where all your favorite old-timey shows live in perpetuity. Still not the you, same. It's like, not. He he planned his bedtime ritual around <laughs> <laughs> Andy being on at 5.30. Ah, that's his nightcap. Yeah. But it's I 5.30 said, Andy. I, and, and since I had the general manager of the whole TV station in the studio, I said to him... Were we on the on the radio when we were talking about that, or we were oh just gosh, talking? I don't know. I think we were on the radio. I said, look, think about it like this. New Coke. Remember what happened with New Coke? They gave them New Coke. Nobody wanted it. They brought back Coca-Cola Classic. Everybody loved everything about it. They were heroes. You can do that. I, you can bring Andy back to 530, and you can do that. And they never did. Nope. Don't say never. I mean, it ain't over yet. <laughs> that was like six or eight years ago. I don't care. <laughs> a long time ago. Because it was in the old studio. Yeah, it was. I can't watch it. I can't watch Andy Griffith is not on at 530. I mean, it's just different. I feel like, where You're am so I? weird. What's going on here? Yeah. It's like a different time of day. You can just go to bed earlier. Uh, Did you preface your entire conversation with that you hate change? <laughs> What makes you think? What makes you think that? (laughs) I also, um, when they moved Lawrence Welk 
which is no longer on at all. Oh, dear but, God, but, Grandpa. But when they moved Lawrence Welk, I couldn't watch it anymore. I was like, ugh. That's great, like, Grandpa. This is awful. I know. This is like pins in my eyes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for changing everything and I always had. Pins full of bubbles. <laughs> yeah. Happy bubbles. Thanks for watching the Lawrence Welk Show. You guys know that you're not texting correctly when it comes to um, Gen Z is telling older people how to text. You don't ever use a capital letter in a text because that is super aggressive. Using proper to cap- proper capitalization is just aggressive, they say. But it capitalizes the first letter. I can't don't, help it. Don't do it. You need to turn that off. You can do it. Or just go back and delete it and put the little letter no, in there. So I have that problems. You, you'll be okay. Because if if you're given a voice to your texts and you capitalize, what you're saying to Gen Z is, I am screaming at you. Okay, so instead of saying, <laughs> cool. what time are you coming home? If Just if I capitalize that W, it's, what time are you coming home? Exactly. Perfect. Then it worked perfectly. There you go. <laughs> There's more urgencies in my text. Now, if you capitalize everything, yes, you're yelling, but not just capitalizing a word. You're not supposed to use the laugh cry emoji anymore. I still love that one. Sorry. Yeah, what was the deal with that? It's they, old. They just want to find things to complain about to make us look bad because like proper English. It says when it comes to using emojis as a reaction for the response, we use emojis that directly express how we feel instead of emojis that we think we should use based on the circumstance. No, that is how I feel. The I'm, laugh cry <laughs> is generic. It's I'm laughing not, till I cry. It's not a representation of how anyone is reacting, which is why we don't use it. You don't know me. I'm not changing <laughs> nothing. What about acronyms <laughs> like LOL or LMAO? Yeah, oh, I think those it? are way out. You don't like, use them no anymore? No one uses those anymore. Oh, I still do. Those were before emojis. I lol. They say that that is being passive aggressive because you have nothing to say. If yeah. you send back an LOL or something like <laughs> that, you're basically blowing them off. You're not laughing out loud at all. Right. I said, my sister sent me something and I wrote like, I appreciate the tip. And she's like, wow. And it's like, <laughs> like, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I guess you don't yeah. care. I don't care at all that you just told me that. How do you keep a conversation going when the other person isn't engaging with your texts? Because I don't want to engage. I, I told you what I thought. LOL. Here's done. an example. A text that says, OMG, a pigeon just pooped on me, but a lady told me it means good luck. They'll either laugh or ask me about it, and then we'll actually talk. If you ask someone what they're doing, they don't really tell you, and it doesn't go anywhere. So they're saying, have something to say, and oh, you will be engaging. Absolutely. That reminds me of back in the day on the dating websites when that would be a guy's opening line. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I thought you said. I thought you said his opening line. pooped on me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, hey, at least doing? that would have given me something to talk about. Hey, I've got good luck. Want to know why? You ever tasted a beaver? <laughs> <laughs> we, I don't think. I don't think that counts. I, I. I just think that's. I. That whole idea is still funny to me. That you know, like, hey, a pigeon pooped on me. That da 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 da, and I'm like, I like. That's where I like the automatic uh, text response. I'd be like, sounds great. <laughs> okay, thumbs up. Thanks for the information. Or, yeah. or just K. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, just a K. Oh, mm-hmm. God, that's awful. Okay, so it's Thanksgiving. 
a week from tomorrow. Are you guys ready? Charlie told me something I had I had never heard of. I do something similar when I make my stuffing. I open up the two bags of bread and I get in there and I fiddle around with them a little bit. I give them a little bit of breathing room mm-hmm. and then leave them open for a couple of days. But your family takes that to a whole nother level. Yeah. My mom and her sisters, what they would do is they'd lay like dish towels out on the dining room table and lay all the bread out flat, each individual piece and let it sit there at least overnight, maybe mm-hmm. longer. Now I, especially I remember back in the day when we were young and a whole bunch of people came to Thanksgiving, my mom would use one of those laundry tubs and fill it up with bread. Basically filled about halfway with bread. And then they would so they'd let they'd let it lay out, let it get sort of stale, yeah. tear it all up, throw it in the laundry tub, and then mix up all the liquidy stuff and pour it all yeah. over the laundry tub and then spoon it into trays and, and you just cook it in the laundry tub. Yes. Yeah. Cook it in the dryer. Tasted weirdly like plastic. <laughs> No, but yeah, Snuggle. so they lay it all out and let it let it get stale for a day or two. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite things, and it's another one of those where it it was invented out of you know you, you had to do it because your bread was bad; it was too hard to use for anything else. Mm-hmm. So let's mix it up with some wet stuff and bake it. That's and now I love it, but oh, it's delicious. It's better than any of the stuff before that. You're like, I know. oh, everything's old and we have nothing to eat. Let's all dump it together. Oh my gosh, it's the best thing I've ever eaten. So what are you what are you working on? You're you're doing an actual turkey, aren't you? Kind of. I'm assisting more than anything. I'm doing a couple sides. You gonna and, be drunk? Huh? Yeah. I'm be, <laughs> I'm gonna be the drunk uncle. And then no, my brother in law wants to smoke a turkey and then he wants me to deep fry it. He's gonna smoke it smoke first, it, then deep fry it. Yes. Oh, now that's a good idea. That's gonna have some yeah, serious but I, flavor profile. But at the yeah, same deep. time, what I'm thinking about doing is bringing another turkey because the. The deep frying of a smoked turkey is only going to take, like, it's not going to take that long because it's already cooked. Don't let him smoke it that so long. So you want it to, to take longer? Well, no, I'm just saying that that's <laughs> a, it's a waste of oil to me. Like, I, I want to have something else. So I want to do a whole other turkey. Make some French fries. Ooh, get you some soft crabs. I've done that. Oh, yeah. Mm. So what what happened with that kid? There was a kid six years ago who got a message about going to Thanksgiving, and it was from somebody who was looking for somebody else but he said okay i'll come over anyway well he she had accidentally texted him and he wrote back and was like i'm sorry this is not who you meant for it to be and da, da, da. um her grandson had changed his phone number so she said well you know what go ahead and come over yep. if you want you know because she didn't have a, any he didn't have anywhere to go so she invited him over well that was six years ago and they have been doing it ever since. He goes every year to the stranger's yeah. house for Thanksgiving. Well, well she's no. not a stranger anymore. Yeah. Now it's not. She's grandma. I don't know, man. I think it's cool. I mean, the idea of it, the fact that they've maintained this relationship mm-hmm. and it doesn't sound like it's just because, like, they don't sound like we're just doing it for the press because people are talking about us. Like, they sound like they legitimately found a bond, which That's I think weird. is great. Well, Think no, about every wrong number you've ever gotten, and none of them are somebody you want to have over for Thanksgiving. It's Don't like, you sometimes wish that you could text other people and have them come instead of your relatives? <laughs> no. You know, everybody says stuff like that, but I got a great group. We were talking about who gets drunk and who fights and this and that. We haven't had that in yeah. years and years and years and years. Again, and years. even going back to the days when we had you know 50 people yeah. at Thanksgiving, I don't recall anyone ever getting into any big arguments yeah, or fights no. or anything. Yeah, we had a big family too yeah. growing up. And 
I mean, the cousins, we would tussle, but that would be about it. When I was a little kid, I witnessed some stuff, you know, with the drunks fighting and screaming at each other and throwing <laughs> things and somebody would storm off. Yeah, but that was most nights. Were yeah, kind of. It didn't have to be Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, did it? It wasn't just Thanksgiving. But would you plop down at a stranger's house? You got that text, and, and it wasn't meant for you, and you wrote back, and she says, well, then come on over anyway. What would your response be to that? Uh, if if she seemed like a nice older lady, quit, heck yeah, why not? Quit lying. No, if I had nowhere else to go, yeah. I think it also takes a certain person. I think it takes a certain type of person to be like, uh, I will do, like, I bet this kid does stuff like that. Like does on the, on the, on a whim, will Just do something. Goes you know? in strangers' houses and eats their food. <laughs> I get, well, he was invited in first of all. Yeah. Well, at the time he was like a high school student and he yeah. just didn't, he didn't have your weird quirks and qualms about strangers. Didn't he not really have like, did he not have a family? Like, not like he didn't have a family, yeah, but he didn't I, have I don't a, know what the whole. I don't know what the personal side of it was, but I no, know. He was like, screw you guys. I got a text from a stranger. I'm out. That's Her, even better though. She makes homemade food. You're making stovetop. I'm going over here. I got other it, plans. It would be, yeah, I do have a lot of issues with going to a stranger's house and sitting at their table and eating the food that they make. Oh, you it'd know? be a lot. But yeah, yeah. But saying, you, you've seen too much. <laughs> You've been out in the world too long. You know the stories. And I mean, when you're in high school, you don't think of stuff like that. I guess. Like, this is cool. This lady was really nice. You know what? Look, <laughs> Let's go. The one time it works out, fine. You know, 99 other times, it's a horror movie. You know, like, hey, I want to show you this train set in my basement. <laughs> it's misery. She, <laughs> she's, she's tied you to the bed and she hobbled your feet. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're my favorite writer. You guys go for the worst stuff. See, that's the thing. We've well, lived too long. Yeah. I, I'm real too. Hey, what's this hole? What's this? Ba what's the I, basket with the lotion in it? I didn't think of these things when I was in high school, but I do now. Are you about a size 14? Every state's most popular Thanksgiving side, North Carolina, is a biscuit for Thanksgiving. We don't what? even have biscuits. I've never had a biscuit we on have Thanksgiving. Rolls. Yeah, yeah, rolls for biscuits. sure. Rolls like crazy. But no, North Carolina, number one Thanksgiving side. Biscuit is what people said. Who'd they ask? Uh, biscuit loving biscuit eaters. <laughs> biscuit Bill. Bojangles. <laughs> What's biscuit that winners. other one? What's that other one with biscuit the Biscuit King? The Gnormous. Yeah, Biscuit uh -oh. King. Arkansas's is white gravy. Idaho is side salad. Mm-mm. That's oh, a good side salad. Why me not to go to Idaho? Yeah, man. Thanksgiving. You I hope it's that house one that's like just lettuce, tomato, cucumber. Uh-huh. Maybe a sliver of carrot. Mm. In Kansas, they do creamed corn for their Thanksgiving. Okay. Yay. Kentucky hash brown casserole. That sounds mm. good. Minnesota is your charcuterie tray. Huh. Is it? Nebraska's crescent rolls. Yes. A it's couple like of states has stuffed mushrooms. Huh? Stuffed mushrooms. I love, I love those. Thanksgiving? But. Yeah. I love them too, but I don't think of them as Thanksgiving. No. Oh my God. My ex had a party one time and they made like a thousand of these stuffed mushrooms. Yeah. And I was, you know, standing in the kitchen drinking and <laughs> that's just the spot. And so the stuffed mushrooms come out and they set them down and then they leave me alone with the stuffed mushrooms. How many did you so, eat? Watch this. So I pick one up. I'm like, wow, those look really good and they smell good too. Picked one up off the tray. Popped it in my mouth and it literally sizzled. It was so hot. And I went, yeah, and let it drop right back out of my mouth into the kitchen floor oh. and then kicked it under the refrigerator. 
kicked it out of the refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, in your face. Oh, oh, that's my favorite when you bite something that's way too hot. Especially like it doesn't seem hot at first, but when you bite in the middle, it and explodes. It lava, and you're like, ah! Yeah, what do you do? You There's gotta, no way you around let it. it. fall out. I, I feel like I have a strong mouth. <laughs> New York, they like their sweet potatoes with marshmallows. I'm for that. North Dakota, they do a fruit salad. Mm. Several states, including Virginia, macaroni and cheese, number one. In Washington state, it's roasted vegetables. And in Wisconsin, it wouldn't be a proper Thanksgiving table without a baked potato. Mashed potatoes? (laughs) What? Yeah. Well, you know. People are weird. People are going to do their thing, man. Yeah. I I don't. I I can't remember like my first Southern Thanksgiving. I think the only thing that really blew my mind was the oyster dressing. Yeah, I and don't I was love like, it. I, I, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't love it. They would make, again, back with the big trays of dressing that my mom and her sisters made, they did make one tray of oyster dressing because somebody in the family really liked it. But most of it was just the regular kind. Yeah, it, that's always the case, too. It was like, yeah, because somebody requested it, so yeah. then you have some requests. Those those oysters get weird in there. I, I much prefer a raw oyster to one that's like jiggly and it's, it's between states you know like what is that it's not a solid right exactly <laughs> hey did someone try a mushroom that it was too hot <laughs> well uh happy thanksgiving everybody mm-hmm. i hope that you enjoy your biscuit and your side salad and your stuffed mushrooms with your family like the tradition you know hold those traditions of stuffed mushrooms and side salads just like dear. The pilgrims used to have yeah man side salad the, the little pilgrim Fruit salad the little pilgrim mm-hmm. girl who, you know, had the shake and bake bag. and She helped. I'm sure she in helped. Massachusetts they had lots of fruit in season in November. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> apple picking time, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> Maddie, Maddie loves the appeal of apple picking. Yes, he does. <laughs> Let me just tell you. I grew up stories. in an orchard in case I haven't mentioned it. Well, happy Thanksgiving, like we just said. Uh, I hope that you guys have one, too, although I'll see you both between now and then. So, um this might be your only happy Thanksgiving wish. So uh, thank you. Enjoy. Oh, thanks, man. I'll see you later. <laughs> be sure to subscribe and like and check us out on the radio anytime you get a chance at 987simon.com. We'll have calls on the next podcast. Would you like to be one? Call 336-373-0987. Final thought, Charlie, what you got? Uh, uh, oh, goodness gracious. Um, Maddie? N- no stuffed mushrooms for Thanksgiving. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, hey, guys. I found some roadkill. Let's taste its butt. <laughs> You're gonna really end with that? Well, I wrote I wrote Tastes down like here. Try this, but I had trouble getting to it. You wrote down what? Here, try this. <laughs> you know when we were talking about it's that possum, Thanksgiving miracle. That possum the other day. You know how many rednecks it takes to eat a possum? How, how many? many? Two. One to eat the possum, and the other to direct traffic. Uh, mm. I heard that tastes like coconut. Yeah. And on that awesome note. Butt. I don't want to leave on that one either. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Hello, go now, it's me, The Rock, 007. There you go. Next G'day. time. I'll just like him. Next time. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. This is Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.